Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, I took a look at how you can have more energy throughout your day. So if you're feeling a little run down and would like to have some more energy, check out last week's podcast. This week, I'm going to look at does it really matter when you eat? Now, recently, there's been a whole lot of interest in intermittent fasting. You know, you go without food for a certain length of time and using that for weight loss. And the reason it works for weight loss is because if you only eat for a short period of time, it's really difficult to eat eat more calories than if you were to eat all day. So intermittent fasting does work. But for those people who just don't like to be hungry all the time or most of the time, is there an alternative to intermittent fasting? Is there a way you can time the way that you eat your food so that you can still eat what you want to, but it not have as much of an impact? Well, it turns out that your body really can tell what time it is. Now, it's obvious, you know, you go outside during the daytime. I talked about this during the last podcast. You go outside early in the morning, you get sunlight on your face. Um, Your body sets its clock and says, okay, sun came up at this time of day. You go in, it's dark at night. Your body says, okay, sun's down and it produces the right hormones and there's a clock that's inside your brain that's the master clock and it mainly relies on sunlight cues however almost every piece of tissue in your body also has a little clock with it like little watches and they can be reset from all kinds of things like when you eat when you exercise. So it's kind of important that we eat in accordance to our biological clocks. Now, our bodies also know about when we normally eat. You've got the little clock set, and your body gears up to eat at a certain time. If you change the time of day that you eat, your body takes up to three days to reset the clock for when it thinks you're going to eat. Also, if you eat at a time of day that your body's not ready for and it messes up your biological clocks, you've got some clocks that say this time and some clocks that say this time. And when you disrupt your different little circadian clocks throughout the body, it can lead to production of more of the hunger hormones. So you've got excessive hunger. It can um, cause insulin resistance and it can cause obesity. So you really don't want to start messing up the times that your biological clocks think that it is. Now, we've all heard that eating late at night is bad for you. You know, you don't want to go get the carton of ice cream right before you go to bed. But is that really true? Well, it turns out that your body, whether you're a morning person or not, your body, your digestive system, the way your body handles food, is a morning person, so to speak. It's been shown that the way your body handles food, it's much more efficient at digesting and processing food early in the morning, and it decreases throughout the day. Your insulin sensitivity is highest in the morning and decreases throughout the day. I'm a type 1 diabetic, and I take less insulin for the same amount of carbohydrate in the morning 
than I do in the evening. So this is a well-known fact, and even some publications refer to it as afternoon diabetes. But in addition to that, it seems that our body um, handles fat the same way. If you eat a high-fat meal, now your, your blood fat stays about the same. However, if you eat a high-fat meal, the amount of fat that you are burning in your cells goes up. If you eat it first thing in the morning, the amount of fat that you're burning in the cells goes up. If you eat it late in the evening, the amount of fat you're storing in your fat cells goes up. Now, the next one was kind of a biggie. If you eat later at night, the amount of leptin that you produce decreases. And leptin is the hormone that tells you that you're full. You don't want to eat anymore. If you eat a large meal early in the morning, the amount of ghrelin, and ghrelin is the I'm starving hormone, is reduced throughout the day. So if you eat late at night, you're going to be hungrier and going to want to eat more the next day. If you eat early in the morning, you're going to be less hungry and feel more full throughout the day. So even though, as I've said in times past, generally a calorie is a calorie is a calorie, not only does your body uh, metabolize those calories a little bit differently in the way it burns things and stores things, also, it makes you hungrier at different times of the day, which could explain some of the results that I'm getting ready to go over. In 2008, 420 women that were attending weight loss clinics in the Mediterranean were recruited for a study. And they did a 20-week study, and pretty much they, they ate the assigned foods, and they ate it when they wanted to. Those that ate their... Then, they assigned them the big meal of the day to be at lunchtime. Those that ate an earlier lunch, which was before 3 o'clock in the afternoon, lost significantly more weight than those that ate a later lunch, which was after 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The next study, and this has been repeated several times, but the one I'm going to talk about, 2013. This was written up in Obesity Magazine. 93 obese women went on a weight loss diet. Now, they were all given a 1,400 calorie per day diet. Group one was the breakfast group. They had 700 calories for breakfast, 500 calories for lunch, 200 calories for dinner. The dinner group got 200 calories for breakfast, 500 calories for lunch, 700 calories for dinner. Now, in these people, they kept a lot of things the same. They, they kept them in uh, similar conditions. They kept the foods were the same, basically the same. They had the same amount of proteins, the same amount of fat. So it couldn't be, well, this group had a higher fat, this group had a higher protein, whatever. They kept the foods basically the same. And the group that ate the large breakfast had significantly more weight loss and better blood parameters than the people who ate the larger dinner. And by better blood parameters, their blood triglycerides for the breakfast group went down 33.6%, while the um, dinner group, it went up 14.6%. But even if they hadn't, here's some things that were a little bit different. People in a British study found that people who ate more carbohydrates at breakfast. Now, it wasn't an entirely carbohydrate breakfast, but ate more carbohydrates at breakfast actually reduced the amount of type 2 diabetes and metabolic syndrome that they had. 
They've also found that eating uh, protein with a meal, especially breakfast, increases your satiety. And your satiety just means that you don't feel like you need to eat anymore. You're full. So you get more full feeling during the day if you eat more protein at breakfast. But by adding a, a carbohydrate to it, it increases the feelings of satiety. And if you put, this is, sounds really ridiculous, but it was but it was shown in several studies that if you have some type of um, more decadent sweet with your breakfast, that it will help with the reducing the satiety and it will reduce your cravings for sweets later in the day. Before I get to the takeaways on this, I want to caution you one thing. If you're not used to eating breakfast or not used to eating a big breakfast or not used to eating a big lunch, what happens sometimes is you say, okay, well, I'm going to start eating a big breakfast so I can lose my weight. But if you don't cut back the other times, once again, a calorie is a calorie is a calorie. You're eating more calories during the day and you end up gaining weight and you think that I don't know what I'm talking about. So you've got to keep your calories about the same. So if you decide you're going to eat a bigger breakfast or eat a bigger lunch, you're going to need to cut back on your dinner portions or this is not going to work. So the takeaways on this are try to eat at about the same time every day. Eat your same meals at the same time every day. Try to get in most of your calories before 3 o'clock. Eat more protein and carbohydrate early in the morning to get you more satiety. And eat less late at night. This will help you process your food more efficiently. Improve your health by improving your blood numbers and help maybe even help you lose some weight without being hungry, and that will make your fitness just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.